Okay, hi everybody, and welcome to another episode of Better. I am Dr. John Duffy, and with me is the similarly road-weary Julie Duffy. What? <laughs> because we have come back from your high school reunion recently. Similarly road-weary? Is that what you said? I think we're both a little road-weary, do you? Whoa. Um, well, we went to visit our friends, our friends' parents out in uh, Bourbonnet um, today, and so that was tr- a little travelly. But <laughs> you, you only have to go about three miles outside of the greater Chicago area, and you are in the middle of literally Oklahoma or something. You are in the middle of nowhere. Cornfields. Yeah. Farmland. So we, we went on a thousand mile journey for in two hours today. <laughs> um, no, but. Yeah, so we were just talking about my high school reunion. It was amazing. Yeah, so uh, we thought what we would do today on the podcast is talk about takeaways from Julie's high school reunion. Yes, that's what we're going to talk about. Number one, enthusiasm. (laughs) Julie, tell us a little bit about enthusiasm. So um, my... Enthusiasm. (laughs) um, The best example I've had in my life of enthusiasm is... The creator, the... The, the yes. coiner of the term. Um, the OG yeah. hey. Hey. of enthusiasm is Eileen Muff, my friend Karen Muff's mom, who we called adoringly Mama Muff. Mama Muff was always so radiantly, joyfully excited and delighted to see us, to help us with our costumes, Halloween or the toga party or whatever the heck we were doing. Um, she was always the best most excited and delighted mama for all of us. Whenever you have ever talked about Mama Muff, it's always been in the most endearing way. And it's been this thing where she not only lights up in the way you talk about you like parents to light up for kids and other people's kids, but she's like the go-to mom for just about any need, any discussion. And she is going to be bright and excited and fired up for you. I think she is, she taught me how much the power of that how much that meant how important that was so she's the originator of the light up that i talk about uh all the time uh so i got to be with mama muff again um they hosted a party like a pre-party on friday night um karen her daughter my really good friend just just, can i can i can i set the set this stage a little bit here so people so um my high school reunion um, takes place above a bar, and it's two hours, and then everyone goes home. Super dark. People and, are hiding and, in the corners. And I think part of this is we all are from around here, from you know nearby Chicago, and so some of us see each other sometimes, and so it's not so novel. When you're from Ames, Iowa, and you're a bunch of, of um, you know PhDs, kids, you scatter across the country. So your high school reunion's a big deal and lasts for three days. Well, there's people from all over, and uh, their parents did all kinds of things. And some, but it, it is true that most people don't live in Ames. A right. few do, and they love it. Um, but people come from all over, and I think we just had a big, you know, different classes are different even in the same school. In our class, we had this big, great, close group of friends, and yeah, it's got a, it's got a great vibe. Yours was just one a one night thing, and ours. There were several events, and then some smaller, like, pre-parties. I guess I'm just maybe justifying the idea that were there pre-parties for any of my reunions, I was not invited to them. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
Um, if you went to high school with me, though, uh, an invitation would be nice next time. I'm kidding. That's a joke. I don't feel left out. I had a perfectly good <laughs> high school experience. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, so, right, there's a pre-party at the Muffs house the night before the actual reunion. Yeah, well, there was a thing that night at, at the Banshell Park, and then there was a, and then at a bar. There were, like, several s- steps and moments. Oh, yeah, there were events after events. <laughs> there were many things in which to connect. But, yes, so back to enthusiasm. But, and then Karen, her daughter. Um, Mama Muff's daughter, yeah, Karen Muff. my friend Karen. She is that ball of enthusiasm and joy. And it just, it was a great, it's, it's great to be in the presence of that. And it was a great, it was a great reminder to me to up my enthusiasm game, to just my joy game. And um, she is just always positive um, and full of joy and up for anything. And it just inspired me. And um, I've been meaning to call her and tell her. And so this is my way, because she listens to our podcast, to say, Karen, thank you for your boundless enthusiasm (laughs) um, and joy. And it was so great to be with Karen's mom, Eileen, Mama Muff again, and um, who, who I have a mild crush. On, oh my god! To admit. Um, <laughs> Wait, so 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 they had a little pre-party, and then the next day, I took my parent. We took my parents to lunch, and we were then going to pick up Karen to go to another little gathering we were having, and I had spilled some salad dressing on my blouse, um, which is when you're going to a high school reunion event, a huge bummer. But I was delighted. Seriously, remember, like literally, like oh, it's all, it's gonna be okay because. We're going to Mama Muff's house. And so I ran in the house, and I'm like, Mama Muff, I have a spot on my shirt. I knew she'd have the perfect thing. She had this little miracle cloth that you get wet, and, and she fixed my shirt. And, you know, I got a big hug, and I swear that was one of my favorite moments of the whole weekend, just to be back. You know, it just I was like a child again, and Mama Muff oh, was I felt care like of it. <laughs> I felt like I was dating you, and you were in high school. Yeah. And, and we were visiting your friends. Yeah. And it was so cute because I said, "Isn't doesn't she have the best energy?" And John was a little like almost bumbly and kind of didn't you know at a loss of words because he, he said, "I think I kind of have a crush on her." <laughs> anyway, yeah, it is. Uh, it, it, Mama Muff is engaging, and it is very nice to be in her presence and and have her attention on you. It's awesome. So it is. Um, yeah, really, kind of. It, Everyone remember um, how good it feels to be around people who are super positive. It was a great reminder, and it filled me up with enthusiasm. I get it. It affected me. It really did. I have a couple. Can I share a couple quick Karen Muff stories from the weekend? Yeah. Very briefly, just to illustrate the point that Karen writes the better story. Um, I, I was attentive to Karen's boundless energy. To the point where if she saw somebody she was happy to see, she would jump in the air with excitement. (laughs) I mean, jump in the air. And I was waiting for that to wane. I thought, oh, at some point, she's going to run out of the gas a little bit. Didn't happen. Didn't happen once. Unbelievable. Um, At one point, I found myself telling Karen my story of my career in the middle of Saturday night. And and at some point, I was like, "Uh, Karen, this is your reunion. Go be with your people. And she, she literally was like, fixated and she's like no you're telling a story go man tell the story i want to know what happens you know and it felt that felt so good that she was like willing to take that time and she wanted to know it yeah. was really cool that she wanted to know that's such a good story well she's a big fan of yours too my favorite story my favorite karen muff story is this so imagine me who i was kind of a dork in high school and after 
the very last event, we go back to Mama Muff's house, oh, yeah. and it's me and my very foxy bride, Julie, and her three friends, Karen, Jennifer, and Kelly, and we're all talking about the night. We're recapping the night. I'm with all the chicks. It does sound like kind of a like a kind of like a movie, like a John Hughes movie. It, oh, for me, yeah. <laughs> no, it, we so, were. It was late, and and we were actually our thing went really late, and we were tired, but we we wanted a recap moment, right? We wanted a you know we didn't want the night to end. So, so there but, we were in Karen's basement. So we're, <laughs> and and you guys, she literally like uh, ran upstairs five times to go get yearbooks so everyone could look at this one. You know, like oh, what did this girl look like in high school? I don't remember her or whatever. And there was, I think, at least one other thing. And then she turns to me and she says, John, do you like cottage cheese? And I'm like, I actually enjoy cottage cheese you quite a bit, Karen. Karen. And I eat cottage cheese virtually on a daily basis. Have you had the cottage cheese in Ames? I don't know. Karen runs upstairs. I don't have a chance to tell her, you do not have to go get cottage cheese at 2.30 in the morning for me. <laughs> she runs upstairs and she brings... The cottage cheese, three spoons, and three little ramekins. Do I have that word right? Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy about that. And I taste the cottage cheese, and it kicks ass. Anderson Erickson. Yeah, she said she can't, whenever she comes back, she always goes and gets Anderson Erickson cottage cheese. You talk about the better story, man. Karen, will. she is relentless with the better story. She lives story. in L.A., so, so she, she can't get it there. Right. So anyway, lesson number one, the, the takeaway number one is enthusiasm. Enthusiasm and, um, you know, I was thinking sometimes she probably doesn't always feel like yeah. super fired up, but she just walks through the world in a, with a positive vibe that you feel. And, you know, as a exercise for us all to try, you know, remember that like if you're feeling kind of bummed and you smile... Like, it, you feel better. It affects you. It affects really affects your mood. Truly does. Also, it's just an instant facelift. What? But so maybe behave in a more enthusiastic way a little bit this week and see how that feels. And certain people, and we all know people like this, and Karen's one of them, and Mama Muff is one of them, they just elicit a smile right away. Yes. You know, like they're, they're, there's, their presence kind of makes you happy. And... Man, the better story is to be that person. And they right? make you feel like you make them so happy. Just to, to see you. Oh man, the layers here are <laughs> the layers, rich. The layers of joy and radiance and enthusiasm are just endless. I think that bears a two-second pause. <laughs> okay. Next up on the agenda, um, here can, can I share a story of something else that happened yeah. on Saturday night? Um, so I'm talking with a couple of people, and uh, a gentleman approaches us, and he says, listen, I, um, it, it, I was really nervous coming over here and talking to anybody. Well, I remember he walked up. There were three or four of us talking. He was making an effort to introduce himself. Yes. 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 So um, I, I'm talking to him afterwards, and he tells me this story. He said, uh, 10 years ago, I came to the reunion, and... I was really disappointed with how that went because I didn't have the courage to go and talk to people. So I kind of isolated myself. I kind of wanted a do-over. I'm going to come to Iowa from far away. I mean, he's coming from the Northeast. And I'm going to go out of my way to approach people. So it was really hard for me to come up and talk to you guys. And picture being on the receptive end of that like I was. 
think about how quickly you're on the dude's team and you're like, you know, oh, <sighs> you are a badass, man. Like, you know, that what, is very badass. The, the, the courage it takes to to do that, to come across the country and to um, when you're a pretty introverted, shy guy, as he uh, proclaimed he was, to go way out of his comfort zone and address people um, and and tell that story. Right. You know, not just say, you might not remember me. It was more like, I'm so nervous about this, but I wanted to come and say hi. Well, at a reunion, it is kind of overwhelming. Even when you know a million people, it's, and thank goodness for Facebook, because you can kind of like, refresh and you keep up with people that in a way you wouldn't ordinarily be able to you, you know what they look like you know what their kids look like but there's there's a level of anxiety walking into a room like that am i going to remember you know am i going to blank on someone's name thank god for name tags but just it's just a lot it's a lot it's oh, a lot yeah it's big it's loaded um, it's it's lo- it's loaded with youth it's loaded with that with anxiety and you, you have know, to like, pace you have to almost pace yourself you know, the, the reconnecting and connecting, you kind of have to pace it out. You have, you know, you, like I did, you have a few conversations and, you know, and, and then you kind of take a little break and then you go in for a few right, more right, right. anyway. So, so yeah, it's, it's, um, he was super being it was super brave. Like there's, yep. a, there's, it's a lot anyway. So he got me thinking just, just briefly, he got me thinking about the nature of introversion. Yeah. And um, this is this is the age of the introvert. This is there are best-selling books like Quiet about introverted people and the value they bring to the culture, and they do. Um, and Susan Cain, who wrote that book, very wisely points out that the introverts are are idea people as, as much as anything. They're thinkers, and they come up with they come up with the app that the extrovert is going to sell. That's a fact, that was the pitch, uh, that was part of the pitch of the book, part of the idea behind it. Uh, because extroverts get so exalted by and large right. or, and, and, and kind of are big and charismatic and you know, like in, I work with a lot of kids and they'll talk about who are, who are, who lean toward introversion. It's not binary, it's not either right, or, right. it's a spectrum, right? And um, yeah, a lot of kids who will say, I'm not, I'm not the funniest kid. I'm not really outgoing. Like, like they'll name somebody, you know, who is leading the charge, life of the party, and they lament that, not recognizing what they do bring to the table. You know what I mean? Like, you can't have, you don't need and you can't have eight people who are standing on the table saying, right. you know, let's do this or let's chug this or let's, right. you know, whatever. You need some people who are just chill. You said, I'm an extrovert. Um, right, I like. I think I I fuel, refuel, with. I like to refuel with people, connecting with people. Right, and I though I read, I think pretty extroverted. I need some time, some of my introverted time, like my runs at night and my sitting in the morning, um, and every once in a while just sitting in a chair and reading. You know, like that's. I need that. I'm. I probably am more introverted than I appear. Right, and. Um, and, and I think it's important to know that about yourself, like where you fall on that scale. But one note I want to make, and I'll be brief, but it's no small thing, is if you're a parent or if you yourself are shy and introverted, the mistake we make way too often and the lie we believe way too often is they don't need to be connected to other people. They're perfectly fine the way they are. They're introverts. They're shy. This is their thing. Or I don't need that. And 
even the most introverted among us, and believe me, man, I'm working with kids right now who are suffering this um, lack of connection and lack of social um, contact. Yeah. 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 Um, Everybody needs that. The most introverted among us wants to be with people. They might want to be with two instead of 200, right. but they want to be with people and they want to connect with people. So provide yourself or your kids the opportunity to do that because a lot of kids in particular fear, oh man, the social circles, they, they, they seal up real tight by the time I'm in, what, fourth grade, seventh grade, sophomore in high school, whenever it is that they get anxious about this and they feel like I have no in. How in God's name will I ever get in? So I think we can nip this stuff in the bud for our kids if we provide them opportunities to connect because they want to. Yeah, make sure they're not spending too much time alone and don't um, don't assume that's where they're flourishing. They need that social contact. And, um, you know, you talked about the longer they're out of it, you know, the harder it is to engage. For sure. The, because, and figure because out get, how, how to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's the question so many kids ask is like, you know, what am I supposed to do? I don't belong to anything. I don't belong to any group. What am I supposed to walk up to some kid in the hallway and say hi or say hi, hi to somebody friends, in class? Right? <laughs> it all feels so foreboding because there's no construct. There's no method for getting in with people, especially if you're afraid they've already decided who their people are. I'm out. I didn't get in. I missed it. I missed the sign-up date, you know? Yeah. And there is, the, the beauty of it is, the reality is, there is no sign-up date. There is no sealing up of the groups. That doesn't really happen. And um, most people will welcome you if you reach out to them a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, people are people are pretty good about that. So to that point, you know, those of us who... Uh, maybe are more extroverted or feel like we have a good social construct, like pay attention and look out for the people that might feel seem like they're isolated or feel like they might be lonely and, yeah, don't, and don't turn towards them and have a conversation. Yes. And, and include them. And don't blow anybody off and don't write anybody off. Um, you know, everybody, you know, one thing I learned, another thing I learned at your reunion is everybody's interesting. You know, what, yeah. m- one of my goals in walking in the room of people I don't know is I'm not going to be a big small talk guy. I'm going to be, I want I want to go a layer deeper and get to know somebody. I want to learn something new from, about them from everybody I talk to. That was part of the point. Yeah, that's me. a cool, that is a, you, you know, you mentioned that and that is a very cool, another cool thing to, to try. I actually hate small talk. I think I'm terrible at it. I didn't, used to be I don't think but I just don't love it it it, it almost energetically it kind of kills me like those same questions so how's it going what's new you like just I don't know what's going on I like, haven't oh, seen you in a long time right right not there's anything wrong with that but if we can like ask some more interesting questions <laughs> you know I don't know because you just think to, of a new way to, here's to how, because if we're engaged in small talk with somebody you have this way of evaporating away from that conversation you're you're good at like you're ghosting you're 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 a great ghost and because energetically it doesn't work for you i'm good at small talk even though i think energetically it doesn't work for me either i can somehow hang in so i can do that for hours well maybe you turn it quickly to something else 
Do you just well, stay in the small no, no, talk no. zone? No, no, no. So, like, for example, at the reunion, uh, I remember, like, I learned what Brad does with his time now that he is retired. I learned who makes Dave's kick-ass boots. Right. Um, and, you know, I learned what Dave's wife does for a living, you know, like, I, I, and so it was about, like, digging deeper and getting underneath the small talk. And if you start with the interesting thing, hey, dude, who makes those boots? Those kick-ass Instead of like, Which you know, was, you were genuinely up. wondering because you were coveting them. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> Briefly, so. but here's the deal with Dave is Dave has a 30 pair rotation <laughs> that he is allowed. So um, his his wife, Laura, Laura yeah. um, has made that abundantly clear. So Dave and I kind of worked through like, how do you deal with that? How do you roll out the 30th pair? What do you decide can go if there's a new pair of Red Wings you just have to have? It's not you easy. You haven't man. gotten anywhere near that. But I feel for you, Dave, though. Yeah. I feel for him to have to make the choice because that's like, that the pair that goes is the pair you need. Oh. <laughs> but that's me. That's me. Oh the point. Gosh. So briefly, our takeaways from Julie's class reunion are as follows: um, Be like Mama Muff and Karen Muff. Yeah, and, and be enthusiastic and joyful. Yeah, try that. <laughs> Whether uh, you feel it or not. <laughs> and do not misinterpret introversion as a desperate need to be alone. Right, or, right, or a, a lack of need to be connected. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> and small talk, let's do away with it. Let's I, do away with I, it. I think yeah. I was telling you earlier today that trending on Twitter seems to be the elimination of small talk today. I think Brene put something up about I'm done with small well, talk. Well, look at that. We're on the same. We're on the same wavelength. I did not know that. Yeah. I think probably some of Bernays' listeners should be listening right about now. <laughs> That'd be the best thing for us. <laughs> yes, so, so small talk is better than no talk, but um, let's make the but, talk a little bit bigger and a little bit better. A little bit what? better uh, and a hair deeper, just a little bit more something. You know what I mean? Like Because everybody's interesting and, and you're probably curious about something in anyone you meet, and they'd probably be happy to talk about it. Right. So, you know? so back to you know, if you're ge- be genuinely curious, and the talk will get a little bit bigger. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> a little less small. So there are some lessons from a class reunion. Yeah. This is better, you guys. We will talk to you next time. Love you, honey. Love you, honey. Have a great week, guys.